Are you ready? Hey there, you are listening to Think Tank Millionaire Podcast, where on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then get ready to buckle up. Introducing our host, Alexa Diagostino. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Think Tank Millionaire Podcast, a podcast where you have real entrepreneurs talking about real problems, giving real solutions and how to fix them so that you can grow and scale your business to the next level. I'm Alexa D'Agostino. I'm your host of Millionaire Podcast. And today we're going to discuss an awesome topic. It is how to build a sales funnel with a lead magnet. A lot of you probably know what a lead magnet is, but today we're going to get into the nitty gritty of what a lead magnet is and the proper things that you should be thinking about when creating your first, second, third, or even fourth lead magnet. Lead magnets are a really great way, guys, to what? Attract leads, right? It seems pretty simple. Um, So today I have two amazing people with me. I have my business partner, Cynthia, who is just incredible. And if you have not been following, you should go Google her because she's famous in Africa. I tell everybody that she wants to like slap me half the time, but it like it still blows my mind that you're literally famous in Africa. So I'm like, it's crazy. She's like on like Africa billboards. It's crazy. And I I have a one Miss Sharon who started off as a client and now is actually working pretty close with us in our agency. And we give each other business back and forth. And she is honestly one of the best lead magnet strategist and sales funnel strategist that I've actually come across. And I don't trust a lot of people in business. Um, I'm pretty skeptic. You'll, You'll see you know, for me, I go through a really long process of trusting somebody before I get into bed with them or business, right? And, you know, Sharon, I, I started slowly giving her one project, two projects, referring her. And then I remember the very first lead magnet that I saw you did for Elizabeth, another client. And I was blown away at that lead magnet. I, I literally looked at that and I was like, wow. Like, this is phenomenal. So happy to have you here, Sharon. Sharon, do you want to first tell everybody who you are? Yeah, thank you for that amazing welcome. Uh, Yeah, hi, everyone. My name is Sharon Njai, and I am a copywriting marketing strategist. Um, We work on sales funnels, blog posts, all things digital marketing, and I'm so happy to be here. Awesome. So let's dig in. So Lead magnets are really important. I always say to people, look, when you're starting your business, you don't necessarily need a sales funnel, a website. You don't need any of that. You literally need to have an offer, a good personality, and just get yourself out there and start having conversations with people. But then there becomes a point where you start to grow. That's good maybe for the first you know, five-figure make, right? But once you start getting going, you need to build trust. It's You have to build an audience, you have to build trust, and you have to be able to monetize that trust. And it's hard to build that trust if you don't have content. So to me, a lead magnet is a form of content that draws somebody in, it gives them value, but then also sells you indirectly, right? And, you know, I would say it's been the last five years, people really started to kick in and really love the idea of lead magnets. But there's also still people out there that are a little skeptic because it is is some work to put in to actually create it. So Sharon and uh, Cynthia, I would love your perspective on why do you think a lead magnet is the way to go and why are they important? So um, I'll just go first and I'll let the lead magnet mistress um, give you guys her own response. But in my opinion, that sounds naughty, Cynthia. I know. (laughs) I don't know. 
that's no, so no. So y'all, first of all, I, I speak master queen. I mean, come on, mistress. <laughs> I I speak British trained English, y'all. So if anything sounds off, I blame it on on the Britons. <laughs> So, um, anyways, lead magnet queen, I guess, whatever, Americans. Um, <laughs> nice. I mean, um, this has now turned into a dirty podcast, everyone. I know. Apologies. Um, no. So I think, I think what, what does, what, what is a lead magnet? That's where we start. Right. And I think a range of things could qualify as a lead magnet. Right. Generally speaking, like you said, Alexa, lead magnets are anything that helps you attract leads right, to your business. In my situation, along my journey at some point, a Calendly link was my only lead magnet, right? A Calendly link that invited people to do discovery calls. And I always tell this story about how I booked over 100 discovery calls in two months. It was too much. And so I shut down the link, right? However, that is a valid example of a lead magnet, right? So I feel like people, people tend to think when you talk about a lead magnet, people tend to take, think it's just the eBooks. A video could be a lead magnet. Heck, your content on your page is a lead magnet, right? If you know how to use it well, if you know how to use the right calls to action and all that stuff. So I just wanted to clarify that. And then we'll move over yeah. to the lead magnet queen <laughs> to okay. tell us her opinion. <laughs> Thank you, Cynthia. Um, yeah, I mean, it's absolutely a good place to start with what is it? And I think in the most simplest terms, it's, you know, the first step, it's your free content, which absolutely could be, you know, your content on, on all the social channels. It could be a coupon. It could be a free trial. If you're an econ business, it could be, uh, anything really that allows your audience <clears throat> to get to know you. Cause you know, they, they find you on socials, they find you on a podcast or a YouTube channel, and they want to know more. So a lead magnet is a way to bring them closer into your business. I mean, we've all seen on Instagram, you know, you find someone that you kind of vibe with, like, oh, their content is pretty cool. And you want to know more, you want to see how they are in a different environment, you want to see, like, do they know their stuff? Can I trust them? Do I vibe with them? And a lead magnet is a great way to bring them in closer to you and bring them into your business. On Instagram, they're not part of your business. They're just part of the ecosystem, but getting them into your door uh, in your own natural habitat, if you will, uh, is, is a really important step to getting them into your business. I love that. So just to summarize both of those points, because two different points, very important points. The first is a lead magnet doesn't have to be a giveaway. It's something to draw people in. That's, that's all. And sometimes it, it could just be a, a calendar link, right? And you have great content. It could be your content. It doesn't have to be what everybody considers a lead magnet, which is some, some sort of giveaway. It doesn't have to be, right? It also doesn't have to be like a 50-page ebook. Everybody thinks they have to go write a book, right? It's like, I don't understand why people think books are, are the best lead magnets. It's like a lot of work. And honestly, there's so many other lead magnets that probably work just as good, if not better. Right. Um, and then the second thing that you mentioned, Sharon, which I think is so important is the fact that lead magnets put them in your environment. It puts them in your space so that you can talk to them in a way that you want to 
talk to them to build trust. So you're kind of exchanging one thing for the other, exchanging to give them value for their information so that you can continue to nor, uh, build that relationship with them. So two really important points. Um, Sharon, do you want to add something else to that? I do. Yeah. And you know, you mentioned the 50 page book and it's like, never do that. <laughs> Just everyone, because we have to respect our audience's time. Like who has time to read or write for that matter, a 50 page book, it has to be something very consumable. It, it should be something that fixes like the gateway problem. I always think of a lead magnet as like the first step to an invisible stairwell <laughs> that, that you know the steps to, but your clients or audience don't necessarily know what, what, the, what the path is. So it should answer the first step, like the gateway issue, if you will. Like I always think of building a house. Well, you don't just say, you know, one day I'm just going to go build a house. You need to know lots of things before you go build a house. You have to know the materials to use. You need to know uh, what kind of tools. Um, you know, there's many things that you need to know. And, and like, for example, another another good analogy is reading. You know, you don't just start one day, three, four, five years old. Oh, I'm going to read. There are things that have to build up to being able to read to reach that desired goal. As a five-year-old, I mean, obviously you're not reading lead magnets as a five-year-old, but you wouldn't necessarily know what the steps are. So you need someone to lead you through those steps. Very good, Sharon. I also wanted to point it, point out something, Alexa said, about writing like a whole book as your lead magnet. So I once consulted with a lead magnet expert. Obviously, they weren't an expert. And in my opinion, one of the most effective lead magnets I've seen was five pages long. She had the title page. She had the little introduction on who she was. She had one page where she laid out what she was going to teach. Another page of just infographics, conclusion page with a CTA. That's it. And it's hands, it was hands down one of the most effective lead magnets I've ever seen. It gave enough information of, of, on what the person did. It gave enough information on how they could potentially help you more. If you were to sign on to one of their programs, it gave enough of an intro of a background story on who the person behind the lead magnet was. And there was a strong call to action at the end of it. So by in no way do you have to buy no by no means, in no way do you have to go write like a whole book for it to qualify as an effective lead magnet. Boom. If you could walk away with anything, it's it can be simple. Like actually, it, and it's also to think about. Do you care about the amount of leads or do you care about the quality of leads, right? So one of our best lead magnets was a two-step sales funnel where we had a video or what you call a masterclass on page two. We had a ton of leads, but what we were finding is we had a lot of leads that weren't converting. They weren't the right clients, right? So we were getting a lot of leads, a lot of people interested. And so now we're shifting to a one page. And the people that go to page two are going to be people that are actually interested to talk to us. And, and that's okay with us. So there are, di there are different ways to think about it, right? Because at the end of the day, your time is really precious. And if you have a lead magnet that's driving a ton of really bad phone calls and discovery calls, then you've got to switch your process because you've got to, it's either you suck at sales, which is a whole other segment that we do here, um, or, and you need to perfect that, or they're just the wrong client and you're attracting the wrong people. So your lead magnet does really matter, right? So let's dig into, all right, we know it's important. We understand we're going to talk about ideas for lead magnets in a, in a little bit, but before we get to ideas, 
how do you start? Like, how do you know which lead? We talked about so many different types of lead magnets. How do you know what kind of lead magnet you should do? And like, where do you get started? Like, how do you come up with the idea? How do you get the cut? Like where let's talk through the process. Yeah, let's do it. That's a really important thing to know. Cause it's easy to say, yeah, just go create a lead magnet Bye, <laughs> and that doesn't help anyone. So I always think of, again, we have to figure out what our audience is actually looking for. The 50 page book, the hour long video is not going to be the best for them. So we have to respect their time and we have to figure out what kind of format they want. It could be a video and also quizzes. People love quizzes. Who doesn't want to know what kind of vegetable they are, what kind of cheese they are? <laughs> um, even last night, we did this quiz with my daughter. What's your spirit animal? Like, okay. But anyway, so people love quizzes. Um, videos are also really, really good. It's quick. It's, you know, a quick fix. Solve my problem in under five minutes. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so you want to know what your audience is into um, and what format they would like the best. And, you know, you have to think of the copy first. Like, what is the step? What are the steps? The steps are, number one, you strategize what kind of format, what you're actually going to say uh, to them. And what you want to answer, you want to think of the questions that your audience is asking you. How do I do this? What are the steps for this? How do I know if, you know, this? Uh, what kind of material should I buy for my house? So you want to think of the questions that are, are most often coming up, and that could be comments on your Instagram content. It could be questions that people are asking you in the DMs. It could be things that you're hearing, you know, from your competitor, from the, the comments on your competitor's social. So anyway, so you want to think of that. So then you have your idea, you write your copy. Um, if it's a video, you write your script. If it's an ebook or a checklist, um, you know, a guide, anything like that, you write the copy. You have it designed, uh, you make it look pretty, um, but you also want to have uh, an email sequence too, which it's not the focus of this uh, podcast, but it's really important. Um, so after that, you also want to have some place to put your lead magnet. It's not going to do, an, do anyone any good in your Canva folder. You have to make sure that you have it on a landing page with an opt-in form that people can put in their contacts and actually get the thing from you and get onto your email list. That was a lead magnet masterclass right there. <laughs> <laughs> in five minutes. <laughs> in five minutes. So um, that this this is why we call Sharon the lead magnet queen. Um, the only thing I have to add to that is one of the most popular questions I get in our line of work, Alexa, with some of the people we coach is what do I write about or what do I talk about? Or some people are scared of giving too much of their playbook in their lead magnet. It's like, how do I give enough without giving too much right so some of, those are some of the questions i come up with first thing i always say is if your entire playbook can fit in a lead magnet then you should probably work on your offer that's the joke that's usually my first response right because i've seen people write whole books and that's not their entire offer you know so that's one thing so that hopefully that helps you remove the fear that you're going to give too much in your lead magnet. And then to help you get closer to what it is you want to write, I kind of reverse engineer the process where I'm like, what is the outcome you want? Um, usually there are two outcomes. It's either you're getting people's emails or you're inviting them to another offer, an upsell, 
or both, right? In most cases, the, the, mo the best thing to do is aim for both, right? So, and then just reverse engineer that. Who's the target audience for that? What matters to them? Sharon already talked about what are some of the questions that come up? What are questions people ask you? Um, our other business partner, Susie, always talks about, you know what, don't even make it hard on yourself. Don't guess, just ask, right? You could even ask your audience, what would you like to see in a lead magnet, right? And you have your answer right there. Give them a couple of options based on your offer and you have an answer right there, right? Or you could do like a high level overview of what your framework is and give them the steps in the lead magnet of the framework without actually going into the nitty gritty of it. There's so many ways to approach it without to give enough that you invite people into your ecosystem without giving too much. So for instance, I have a lead magnet or I had a lead magnet, which is just a video, a 30 second crash course, mini course on how to dominate on Instagram, right? Again, that was in no way my entire offer, but I was able to pour value, enough value into 30 minutes. At the end of the video, people want to take the, take the next step, to, could reach out to me and actually enlist my coaching services to help them grow their businesses online. I'm like speechless here because we're literally giving everybody the step-by-step -step process on exactly how to do. So to summarize, figure out who your target audience is, figure out what the problems are, create a solution in a lead magnet format. And we'll talk next about different forms of lead magnets, figure out what's the outcome that you want. You have this lead magnet. What is the outcome you're trying to get? Right. Um, and that outcome depends on what you ask for, right? Sometimes in our lead magnets, for example, we'll ask specific questions, which deters certain people from answering because we'll ask more questions, but that's the point. We want quality people coming through. Now, if you're beginning, you might want to just simply ask for name and email. Right. So so you got to figure out what what's the outcome that you want. Then you need to create a space for your lead magnet to capture the actual data. Then the job is not done, everyone. You have to build a relationship and have email sequences and a way to follow up. Freaking powerful. Like everybody that's listening, if you haven't created a lead magnet, we literally just told you exactly how to do it. And if you need a lead magnet, go hire Sharon and she will do it for you. And she's phenomenal. <laughs> Uh, so, all right. Wow. So let, let's jump into ideas. We started to rattle off some ideas of lead magnets, but um, with the last couple minutes, I would love to share some ideas on how uh, you could create lead magnets. And I'll start off with, you know, we've done a lot of different lead magnets. And one of the ones that we see that work best is videos, masterclasses, webinars. Um, people love it because it's free information um, and it's done really, really great. And what we've actually found is we've been able to integrate these lead magnets. But everybody thinks a lead magnet's on the top, but really a lead magnet's Throughout, like throughout our whole pipeline, we have different lead magnets, what I call, you know, value that we give throughout the entire sequence, right? So our customer journey isn't just a lead magnet at the top and then that's it. We're, we're creating different lead magnets in different formats throughout the entire customer journey. So I'll throw it out to you too. What other ideas can everybody walk away with right now? I would say also, I just want to make mention that this podcast is a lead magnet. <laughs> because oh. it's free content and people are I able didn't to come think in. Of that. Oh, <laughs> I know. Who would have thunk? Um, no, who would have thunk? Oh, no. What do you mean? <laughs> We're just doing this for fun, not actually for any reason. Um, so, yeah, so this podcast is one. We mentioned quizzes, we mentioned videos, we mentioned webinars, we mentioned what else? Free uh, trial, like let's say you're an e com brand. Um, you know, try these sunglasses, you know, for 
one dollar, um, you know, or try them for fourteen days. Uh, there's actually a cool company that does that. That they do uh, blue light glasses. What else? It could be a coupon. It could be a strategy call, like Cynthia's uh, calendar link, and that's very effective. Who wouldn't want fifteen minutes of Cynthia's time? And not only is she famous in Nigeria, she's famous here, y'all. Come on, let's let's be honest. <laughs> Um, is so totally all of these things are lead magnets. And like you said, Alexa, like they're, they go throughout your, you know, your, your business, your customer journey. Um, you know, we have many lead magnets. We have the content strategy lead magnet. We have all sorts of other ones that we have that I'm not thinking of at the moment, but um, I'll just leave it there and turn it over to Cynthia. I actually think Sharon covered it. The only thing I have to add to that is any piece of content on any platform can be a lead magnet if you're given value and you use the right calls to action. That's it pretty much. Anything, anywhere, blog pieces, YouTube videos, TikTok videos, Instagram posts, infographics. Uh, people always think it's just eBooks, but it really isn't. As long as you're, you, you're giving value and you're using the right calls to action, letting people know they can reach out to you outside of the primary platform in which you're putting out that lead magnet. Of course, when we, when the, I guess people gravitate toward eBooks because you, know, you could put eBook in like a funnel and then it's, it's like a more direct relationship where you say, give me your email address and I'll give you this, right? I get that. However, if you use strong calls to action, Anything can be a lead magnet. So to summarize, guys and ladies, lead magnets are important. They're a lead magnet can be anything. Like I had this guy who who created this awesome post about how he by accident became a copy editor. <laughs> and I got like so into the story, right? And I'm like reading the story and I wrote him, I go, wow, that was an incredible story. <laughs> you want to come work for me? You know, right? So like it was a lead magnet. And all it was is a post on Facebook, right? So, so you're absolutely right. A lead, a lead magnet comes in, in many forms, but to summarize what a lead magnet is, it draws in your audience. There's one thing to have an audience, right? So if you have an account of 25,000, 50,000, 100,000, the reality is I don't care what anybody says. And I've had this argument with a few Instagram gurus um, and I've had this battle with them. Um, they all claim that you make a lot of money and you have more followers and that's BS. It is so BS because I know because I've coached a couple of people that have big followings and they make no money. But yet, you know, the people that say you make more money with a bigger account are the people that don't make money. <laughs> like because they're 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 trying to hide it. Because then I say, okay, show me your bank account. I'll show you mine, you show me yours, and then they won't, right? So, but the point here is you you have to be able to not just gain an audience, but draw them in to your offer. It's build an audience, build trust, then you monetize. If you have an audience, but you can't bring them in and they don't trust you, then you're never going to monetize. Lead magnets create that trust. It's a bridge and it comes in many, many forms. And you don't have to come out of the gate with a hundred lead magnets, guys. Start with one. Cynthia started her first lead magnet with just a calendar link. That's it. And slowly built up from there. So don't get overwhelmed. Don't feel like you got to go create 10 lead magnets. Just think through the customer journey and slowly build. It takes years to build a customer journey. Don't feel you need to do it all at once. 
Okay, so that's my summary. Any final thoughts, Sharon and, and Cynthia? I think this was a very thorough podcast on lead magnets. And um, the only thing I wanted to add to what Alexa said is a lead magnet also be cognizant of the fact that so if your lead magnet is on like a platform like Instagram, Instagram is not yours. However, your email is yours. So the, one of the goals of your lead magnet should be to take people off of whatever social platform or other person's platform you're using and bring them into your own ecosystem where you can continue to nurture and have conversations with them. Boom. All right. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want access to all of our episodes, you can go to thinktankmillionairepodcast.com. And if you want to learn more about our coaching program or we can help you create this type of stuff, you can visit thinktankcoaching.com. Make sure to subscribe to get our weekly podcast so that you can learn how to scale your business. And Sharon, where can everybody reach out to you if they want somebody to do it for them? At The Virtual Miracle on Instagram. That's the best way. Let's go. All right. It's also all going to be in the show notes, everyone. So all links and Instagrams and everything going to be there. Sharon, Cynthia, thank you. And we will see you guys in the next episode.